Praise the Lord, everybody. Y'all going to let me preach tonight? Praise God. Are there any worshipers in the house? I know there's some worshipers in the house. Amen. What a beautiful, beautiful presence of the Lord is here. What a beautiful service we had this morning. God. I could just, y'all got to forgive me. I, I caught myself again tonight up here. I started here a few months ago. There's a, there's a deal online called the Miracle Mile. And it's a, I don't know if any of y'all have seen it or not, but you pull it up on your internet and you can, and, and you walk with this group of people. Walk, 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 walk. And, uh, in 15 minutes you do a mile. It's really cool. Leslie Sarone, I believe is her name. And, and in the middle of this walk, 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 you, you do some side steps and in the middle of all that. So I caught myself up here tonight. We were, we were worshiping. I caught myself side. I'm going, oh, no, no, no. I guess if it's worship, it's worship, huh? Praise God. My mind was in the right place anyway. Thank you, Brother and Sister Hughes and, and uh, Brother Landon, Sister Sarah, and all you folks I've met. Psalm chapter 27 and verse 8. Brother Odo, good to see him again. I'm going to preach. Y'all got a few minutes? Y'all got a few minutes? Psalm 27 and verse 8, and then I want to go over to Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. Psalm 27 and verse 8. When thou saidest, seek ye my face. My heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. My heart said unto thee. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts 
than your thoughts. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you showed up tonight. <laughs> if you're going to help me, you, you can be seated. And I'm watching you. I said, if you're going to help me, you can be seated. So if I come running up the aisle towards you, just, no, I'm, I, I believe in education. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm somewhat educated, a lot of, like Abraham Lincoln, I'm self-educated. And, uh, I've been to the Bible college and TBC, I, I've been there several times. To, to, to drop something off for somebody or something. I, uh, kind of like Charles Mahaney said, the, the sixth grade was the three greatest years of my life. <laughs> That's funny. I don't care. <laughs> Intellect can only take you so far in finding God. Who I feel like preaching tonight. If you will find God or a greater place in God, you must be drawn to Him by His Spirit when it touches your heart. You feel His drawing power. When the Spirit moves a lot of time, we geniuses still try to figure things out. Why do they do that? Why do they run the aisles? Why do they clap and, and do sidesteps and a lot of people think it must fit with my idea. We think. You know, I've, I've heard it. You've heard it. How many times did they sing that chorus? You've heard people say, my Lord, how many times did we sing that chorus tonight? I've heard people say it since I've been here, that not in a derogatory. That's all they got out of the service. I'm not talking about the choir. I'm talking about, I've heard somebody re- refer to this just recently. It said, we don't need pews in the church. Because we stand up all the time. They forgot the three hours they spent at Target. I I didn't say that. I did not say that. (laughs) They forgot two and a half hours they spent at the mall. Walk, 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 sidestep. (laughs) Can't miss a store. Us men aren't geared that way. We pull up to Walmart, and if you're not... 
geared, if you're geared this way, you're not really a man. You need to really get, uh, a real man drives up to Walmart, gets out of his car, his vehicle, walks in there, gets two things and walks out. <laughs> um, I gotta preach, y'all. And if all you came to church for was logic, and all you came to the house of God for tonight was reasoning, and all you came for tonight was to calculate everything, God is not in your thinking. Oh, my Lord. If you are, some people even try to calculate whether someone that they know across the aisle is, is worthy to act like they act when they come to church. I'll, I'll get off this. I'll preach in a minute. <laughs> well, I know how they live. If you're thinking that, you're going to miss out on what God is wanting to do for you in that service. Praise God. Quickly, somebody, you've got to follow your heart. You've, this is a heart thing. This is not always a mental thing. It's a heart thing. Your mind a lot of times will, will come to, you'll come to church and, and, and you'll, and you may sit there and you, you, if you let your mind run in the direction that it doesn't need to go, you'll, you'll liable to sit there and start thinking negative things and you, you know, you know, I'm, I'm too tired. <laughs> I like this one. I'm too important. What about my nice clothes? Is all of that really necessary? (laughs) Then you stop praising and you start thinking. (laughs) And in Acts chapter two, and I'll get by my, I'll get past my introduction in a minute. In Acts chapter two, verse 12, when the disciples and the the people, the 120 that had just been filled with the Holy Ghost came out of the upper room. And they were acting like some of you were acting tonight. Speaking in languages that they'd never learned. And the crowd looked at them, Brother Hughes, and they said, What meaneth this? They were trying to figure it out. And in verse 7, they, in fact, they, they got really bold and ugly. They said, are not all these men which speak Galileans? That's like saying they're a bunch of hillbillies. In the upper room, Holy Ghost got poured out. Out of the upper room. Why did they leave the upper room? I'll get to that in a minute, but, but, I'll tell you why they walked out of the upper room into the streets. It's because they were following the pull of the Spirit as it pulled on their heart. 
said, you've got to do more than just stand here and talk in tongue. They followed their heart outside and the Jews could not figure it out. And when the Simon Peter stood up and he began to preach, the Bible says in verse 36, the Bible said that they were pricked. Not in their minds. They had already said, what meaneth this? And suddenly they said, they, uh, the Bible says they were pricked in their hearts. And they said, what shall we do? Come on. I, I got to... <laughs> I got to tell you why they moved from the inside. And I know you know this, but they moved from the upper room out of the upper room into the streets of Jerusalem. And this is why they did that. Because the upper room wasn't big enough to hold the revival Come on, y'all got to help me. I said the upper room wasn't big enough to hold the revival that what God was going to bring in just the next few hours of time. In fact, there wasn't a building around there big enough. I got to tell somebody something in here tonight. Demonstration is still a large part of what goes on in an apostolic church. Not just when you want to. Not just when you feel a little like it. It's when your heart starts moving. And God starts moving on your heart. And you start worshiping God. You start praising God. Because you follow your heart. There's a paralysis in analysis. Oh, you... All you geniuses picked that up, did you? There's a paralysis in analysis. There's still a scripture in the Word of God. It's one of my favorites. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Come on, I'm trying to preach to somebody tonight. You need to turn your heart loose. You need to quit harboring your heart. You need to turn that heart loose. When my heart said, my heart said, thy faith will I seek. Church is exciting when people follow their hearts. Somebody shout quickly. When God bumps you and you feel God pulling on your heart, you gotta follow after it quickly. You can't stand there and sit there and wait forever. Because slow obedience is not much better than disobedience. Oh my goodness, did I say that? I, I did, I said that. Oh my goodness. I heard a story a long time ago. I hope I got it right. Some of you elders have probably 
heard the story, but there was a preacher. He's still around. One of them, I, I don't know how old they are. I don't know. I've never met them that I know of. But there was a preacher named Brother Ballastero. And uh, how many ever heard it? Yeah. They, and you, so you've probably heard the story. So all you youngins ain't heard it. You're about to. And I hope I can tell it right. He was traveling down the road going somewhere to preach one one day. And he was heading down the road. And, and the Lord spoke to his heart and said, pull over right here. And he pulled over to the side of the road and. And he, and, and, and the Lord instructed him to get out. And so he got out and he took his Bible with him. And, and the Lord said, open your Bible and start preaching. He was out in the middle of nowhere and there was a bridge right there beside where he parked. And, and he began to read the, the scripture and he began to preach the word of God. And he preached a few minutes, not knowing what was going on, got in his car and pulled off and went on about his business. Several years later at some kind of a conference or a meeting, a man walked up to him. <laughs> a man walked up to him and said, Brother Ballestero, and he said, yes, I am. He said, you don't know me. In fact, we've never met. He said, but several years ago, you were traveling down a road out in the country in a certain place, and you stopped beside a bridge, and you got out, and you opened your Bible, and you started preaching. He said, unbeknownst to you or anybody else, I was under that bridge. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about when God talks to your heart. When, when God speaks to your heart. If you'll just follow after him when he speaks to your heart. I'm talking about in this service tonight. I'm talking about in this service tonight. To follow your heart. God had put the man's life all back together. Immediate response. If it hits you in the heart, you need to go with it. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to get across to you. You've got to get it. When it hits you in the heart, you've got to turn loose. The disciples were called ignorant and unlearned. But it didn't stop people from bringing their sick. God, I feel like preaching tonight. It didn't stop people from bringing their afflicted and their sick out to the side of the street and laid them beside the road just so those ignorant and unlearned and crazy acting Pentecostals could walk by and the shadow of the disciples would touch them and God would heal them. Is anybody hearing this preacher tonight? I'm trying to tell you, when you follow your heart, when you follow your heart, great things happen when you follow your heart. When the Holy Ghost talks to you. They ministered because God touched their heart. Stop trying to figure it out. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Stop trying to figure it out. Follow your heart to the altar tonight. God's dealing with somebody's heart tonight. You need to follow that heart. You need to follow that leading of the Spirit. There is a, 
You know how quick I can land. If it's on Sunday morning, this altar would already be full, Mike. Years ago, there was, there was a Pentecostal church in Waco, Texas. I don't know if I can preach this to y'all or not. Can I? Okay. Are you going to actually react to it if I... Okay. Yeah. There was a lady in the church in Waco. Her name was Bronson. Her last name was Bronson. Everybody needs a sister Bronson. Every church needs one. But they didn't call her Sister Bronson. They called her Choo Choo. Because she had this unique way of worshiping God. Now, you gotta understand, Sister Bronson was, was the kind of person that would shout when nobody else shouted. She, she would run when nobody else ran. She would, she would, you know, worship. You could be singing happy birthday and if it hit her right, she was in the eye. So this, she had this unique way of worshiping and, and, and she would get out in the aisle and when God hit her heart and she would, she, and she would shuffle. She would shuffle in the, like this and she would, she'd go, hands up, eyes closed. I can't do that. God tells you to run, run with your eyes open. But, but, yeah, and and that's what she, and and everybody there knew Chucha. One Sunday evening, the pastor was in his office. He got a phone call, and he said, and uh, the gentleman he's answered the phone in United Pentecost Church, whatever. And the gentleman on the other end said, uh, "Is this the pastor?" He said, "It is." He said, I am so-and-so. I, he was a dignitary in the, in the city of Waco, if they have any dignitaries in Waco. And, uh, and he, uh, he said, sir, my life is, is, is a me- in a mess. He said, I, I need, I need help. I've heard about your church and I, I, I thought I might need to come down and, and come to church with you. And I've never been in your, kind of a church before he said but I, I've heard a lot about it I'd like to come down uh, and 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 be with you tonight and pastor said man we'd love to have you come on just come on we started so and so and 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 we'll just have church and see what God will do <clears throat> so he got off the phone and he sat back thinking boy that would be a shot in the arm if we could get this dignitary you know from city hall and in our church and and he's sitting there thinking about the glory of it all. And his mind went, choo-choo. Choo-choo. And then he thought about it for a minute. He said, well, whatever God wants, God wants. And whatever God does, God does. Whatever choo-choo does, choo-choo does. So he said, I'm not going to worry about it. So he went on about his business and church started. And man, the choir was cranked up kind of like they were tonight. And they, and they were singing and, and, and people were, people were standing and worshiping God. And suddenly choo-choo got hit in the heart. She hit the aisle. She choo-chooed up. 
her aisle up, choo-chooed up to the front of the church. She choo-chooed all over the front of the church. She choo-chooed up the aisle like that. And she did something she'd never done. She didn't, she choo-chooed up the aisle to the swinging doors in the back of the sanctuary. And when she got to the swinging doors, she never stopped. She hit the doors and went right on out in the vestibule. The guy hadn't showed up yet. And the pastor was going, praise Jesus. And the sister Chuchi went right out into the vestibule. Unbeknownst to anybody there, this dignitary that was supposed to be in church was standing in the, in the vestibule. And he heard all the racket going on in the church. He said he was standing there and he heard all that noise and commotion going on. He said, I've never been in any like that. I don't know if I even, I don't know if I believe in all that. He said, all that racket, I don't think that's necessary. And he was just about to make up his mind to turn around and walk back out and get in his car and go home. When about that time, the doors flew open. Woo! Come on, somebody. Come on, you gotta follow your heart. Choo choo, choo choo right out into the vestibule. Eyes closed, hands up. Went around the vestibule a couple of times, went over to where he was standing, went around him a couple of times, came back in the other doors into the sanctuary and choo-chooed all the way back up to the front. And about the time she got to the front, the doors burst open and that man that was standing in the vestibule came running down the aisle. Come on, I'm talking to some Pentecostals tonight. You gotta forget your reasoning. Forget your thinking about it. And let God get a hold of you. Let God tell you when to worship. Let God tell you when to shout. Cause you never know who's in the place. You never know who's gonna walk in. And the God of glory is gonna hit somebody. That man, that gentleman ran down the front, ran up to the pastor and looked around. He said, I don't know what that woman's got, but I got to have what that woman has. Come on, somebody. Lord, I feel like I'm preaching at a Louisiana youth camp tonight. I wish somebody would understand what I'm trying to say. It's time to worship. It's time to praise Him. It's time to let your heart plug in to the Holy Ghost. That guy, guys, got the God filled him with the Holy Ghost that night. A couple of services later, he brought his wife. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. A couple of services later, he brought his kids with him. God filled them with the Holy Ghost. All because there was somebody that didn't care. They weren't concerned. They didn't care who likes it. They didn't care who did 
didn't like it. They didn't care who was moving and who wasn't moving. They didn't, she didn't care. All she knew was that God got a hold of my heart and I gotta follow after Him. Oh, my God. My God, my God, my God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Come on, lift your hands and tell the Lord, I want to touch you, God. But I want you to touch me. I wish I could get somebody. Maybe it's been a little while since you moved a whole lot. I wish some man in this place would grab his wife by the hand and lead her up to the front of this church and say, honey, we gotta let God lead us. We gotta let our God touch our hearts. We gotta follow after. Come on, gentlemen. Come on, ladies. You need to get a hold of whoever your children and let God do the work. Come on, somebody. God wants to do the work tonight. Come on, that's it, men. That's it, ladies. Come on, they're coming. They're coming. I want you to walk down here and let God get a hold of your heart like He never has got a hold of your heart before in your life. Oh, God, I need you tonight. God, I've got to have you tonight. I've got to have you, Lord. When you tell me, God, to seek your face, my heart said, come on, my heart said, thy face, Lord, (laughs) thy face, Lord, will I seek, thy face, Lord, will I seek.